In this bulletin, support rolled out for flood-affected communities as the rain stops but the rivers keep rising. South Korea ready to face ongoing threats from the north. And in sport, local rider Jack Miller makes an impressive start to his Australian Motorcycle Grand Prix campaign. With the latest SBS News, I'm Gareth Borum. Victorian authorities will provide emergency payments to residents in Melbourne's north as the rain subsides but floodwaters continue to rise. Around 1,500 people have applied for the payments of $2,000, which are meant to provide for accommodation, food and clothing needs for families forced to evacuate their homes. More than 200 flood rescues have been carried out by emergency authorities and volunteers, while 500 homes have already been confirmed to be inundated, and another 500 are thought to be isolated by floodwaters. Premier Dan Andrews says that is a conservative and early estimate. That number will definitely grow. Uh, We have choppers in the air at the moment making damage assessments, flood impact assessments, that they're fed back in real time particularly in relation to the Golden Valley, uh, we're going to see more and more people that fit into that category. The Premier says a range of additional support measures have been put in place for flood-affected residents in Melbourne and regional Victoria, including 11 relief centres and 50 sandbag collection points. Meanwhile, the Federal Government has offered its full support to flood-affected regions in eastern Australia. Army personnel have already been deployed to parts of Victoria's northeast, and Australian Defence Force helicopters have also been made available. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says he has had discussions with the Premiers of New South Wales, Victoria and Tasmania, and is ready to act on any requests they make. He's urged residents to stay safe in the meantime. I'd encourage uh, people in those communities that are flood affected to listen to the advice which is there, uh, to respond to that advice appropriately. Don't drive through flood-affected areas. Don't take a risk. We know that there can be uh, very bad consequences uh, if that occurs, if the warnings are ignored. The extent of suicide in the LGBTQI community has been revealed for the first time in new figures released by the Victorian coroner. The court data shows that more than 200 gay and gender-diverse Victorians have taken their lives in the past decade. But Victorian coroner Judge John Kane has noted these figures are likely to be under count because of issues in the collection of data. He says police reports might omit information on a person's sexual or gender identity because officers deem it irrelevant or they might use vague language that does not explicitly communicate their identity. The report also says that witnesses may find speaking to police a deeply traumatic process if they had previously negative historical interactions with the force. And if you or someone you know needs support, you can contact Lifeline on 131114 or Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. New research has found one in eight Australians are still living in poverty. The latest report by the University of New South Wales and the Australian Council of Social Services says 3.3 million people, including one in six children, or 761,000 young people, are living below the poverty line. 
The 2022 report comes two years after a similar study that made similar findings. ACOS Chief Cassandra Goldie says the boost to welfare payments via the COVID-19 supplement during the pandemic lifted many out of poverty. She says that shows the rate of poverty can be significantly reduced through government choices. South Korea has pledged to be ready as threats continue from its northern neighbour. South Korean President Yoon Suk-yul says his government has been working on what he describes as a watertight readiness posture against North Korea since he took office. Following its neighbour's most recent missile test and deployment of military aircraft that flew near the border, dividing the two countries. There are many concerns here, but since the beginning of this government, We have been doing our best to prepare for such provocations by the North. The South says it has detected North Korea firing about 170 rounds of artillery from eastern and western coastal areas near the border region and that the shells fell inside maritime buffer zones the Koreans established under a 2018 military agreement on reducing tensions. The president says these actions are a violation of the inter-Korean military agreement. To sport and local hope Jack Miller has made an impressive start to the Australian Motorcycle Grand Prix, finishing second in the opening practice session at Phillip Island. Miller topped the times until the dying stages of the session, when Frenchman Johan Zarco rode a blistering final lap to take the top spot. 27-year-old Miller is vying to become the fourth Australian MotoGP rider after legends Wayne Gardner, Mick Doohan and Casey Stoner to win his home race. He's headed to the Victorian circuit confident of his chances. Following a win in Japan last month, and a last-start podium finish in Thailand two weeks ago. I'm Gareth Borum, and this is SBS News.